It's time for this week's Uplift. Encouraging words from two ordinary guys that want you and others to find the freedom in Christ that's available to everyone. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our website at fulcrumcenter.org to learn more. Hello again, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Uplift. I'm Phil Bliss. I'm Chad McLeish. Hi, Chad. It's good to have you back again this week. I'm back. Ian's not here. Ian, he's, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's getting better, which is awesome. Yes, he is. But he's still not able to be here, so I'm still keeping your seat warm, Ian. So yeah, I'm yeah you, you're not fired. But uh, Chad, you, you, last week we had more comments on that show last week than any other that we've ever done. It was a pretty awesome talk. It was. I, I really enjoyed it, you know, talking about the trinity and and we really did come full circle mm-hmm. just like we, we we titled it and uh you know the trinity is something that is very misunderstood mm-hmm. and you know before we jump into tonight's topic i came across something earlier today that i wanted to share with you because it, it's related to the trinity and i don't remember every aspect of it but it was somebody trying to tell an atheist why his argument is wrong he i guess the guy asked where did god come from mm-hmm. and you know i was only casually listening until he said that there are so many things that mimic the trinity mm-hmm. and i kind of perked up and i'm I was like okay i want to listen to this you know because we had talked about it last week and and what the guy said was you have you're telling the atheist you're coming from a point of view of that god is bound by time space and matter and he's not Mm -hmm. he created time space and matter and i can't remember the term he used but basically he said like a scientific trinity is i think is what he called it Mm -hmm. and then he went to genesis and said in the beginning time god created the heavens space and the earth matter and he was not in it he created it he looks at a computer he goes the guy who created this computer is not in there pushing around the ones and zeros he created it he stands outside and lets it work mm-hmm. and i'm like that's brilliant <laughs> but anyway um it was some video and one of the first comments was an atheist said i have never heard an argument like that and now i understand father son holy spirit mm-hmm. time space matter mm-hmm. and I don't know if the guy became a Christian or not, but still, I thought that was pretty neat. And there's other things in the world, too, that are like that. You know, I've used the example before. I'm a father, I'm a son, and I'm a husband. Mm-hmm. All three, but still just one. That's right. So, so three roles. Yeah, but let's let's focus tonight on one aspect of the Trinity that I think causes more confusion than, well, with a lot of people, not with everybody, but with a lot of people, more so than anything else, and that's the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I know in my walk with God, sure, I got God down from a young age. Okay, he's up there, you know, <laughs> he's this incredible being. And then I read stories about Jesus, but, mm-hmm. you know, as I started going to church, I heard about the Holy Spirit, and I'm like, how's he fit in? Mm-hmm. Important. Right. Yeah, sure, we could turn to John chapter 16, and we can read about the Holy Spirit, the counselor, and that's coming the comforter but let's start with first corinthians chapter 12. what do you think sure okay so first corinthians chapter 12 i'm not going to read the whole thing 
But I just want to read this first part because Paul's talking in chapter 11. He's kind of finishes up with communion and and he's kind of building up this argument. But then he gets to chapter 12 and it says, Now about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. How many of us are ignorant of spiritual gifts? Mm -hmm. For the longest time I was, I have had this one gift since I was a child, didn't know what it was, thought it was something wrong with me, couldn't understand it, and it was right here the whole time mm -hmm. in Ephesians 4 and 1 Corinthians 12 and Romans 12 and mm -hmm. other places. Mm -hmm. But anyway, let's continue on for a moment. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the one who helps us understand that Jesus is Lord, mm -hmm. I think is, is one of the things he's trying to say here. Mm -hmm. And then he goes on to say, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for common good. That's important too, for common good. To one there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom, to another the message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of the one and the same Spirit, and he gives them to each one just as he determines. Mm -hmm. So there's others, but let's talk about these first. What right. do you think? Well, I think going back to your statement earlier, your comment about, you know, you had a gift since you were young mm -hmm. and you didn't know what it was or didn't know what to do with it and that sort of thing. I can relate to that. And I think a lot of people can because churches often don't get into the gifts of the Spirit and the Holy Spirit a whole right. lot because a lot of people, I think, are confused and uncomfortable with it. Right. And, the, and that's kind of our goal tonight is just to say, hey, this isn't something to be uncomfortable about because we're going to see a lot more of it. Right. I mean, right. We're, we're, entering, we're entering the time and season where, you know, the Lord's going to be introducing us to these things. We've experienced it. There's other people experiencing it more and more, common everyday people. And that's the point of, of our discussion tonight. Because a lot of churches, you know, you talk about, like you said, you talk about the, all the stories of the Old Testament. And, you know, when you were a kid and you were in, in uh, uh, you know, Bible school and Sunday school and mm -hmm. stuff like that, they told the stories, you know. Uh, and then, you know, we all, pastors love to talk about Jesus and the good news. And that's mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. But, you know, people kind of shy away a little bit from the gifts of the Spirit because you're starting to get into some things like, prophecy and miraculous powers and healing and that sort of thing and people are and, the, and it, it becomes confusing to people because you really have to kind of go deeper into your relationship with the right, lord right to really kind of understand these things and um i think it's important that you know tonight that we kind of address that and say number one the gifts of the spirit and the holy spirit is not something to fear it's something to dig deeper and understand. Absolutely right. And if someone comes to you 
and it starts to exhibit something, whether you recognize it or not, or whether they even say something about it or not, don't just immediately cast them off as crazy. Mm -hmm. right. Now, I tend to sometimes say, be cautious of those who try to tout what they have. I think you said it best when you said, a lion doesn't need to roar to know it's a lion. Right. I love that statement. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that. So, you know, be I'm a little bit leery of people who attach a, a title to their name to gain fame, mm -hmm. okay? I believe that if you are a prophet or an apostle or... Um, you can do miracles. You'll you'll prove it. God will have you prove it in some way. I don't think you need to go out and tell people. And your gifts change. Exactly. I mean, so yes. You know, in this season, you may prophesy. You may you may speak. You know the word. But in the next season, you may be do healing. Right. Or you right. you know. And and that one important part here that we talked about was distinguishing between the spirits. Yes. So that's discernment. And that's important for this, like you're talking about. Because oh, yes, yes. Pray into that because that helps you understand what is legitimate or what is of God and what is not. So, you know, that's a gift of the Spirit. And hopefully we have that more or as much or more than the other ones, yes. because that really helps us, you know, um, for, you know, speaking and interpretation of tongues, that doesn't happen a lot in a lot of churches, you know. So if if, if somebody's speaking a foreign language, you can almost, you know, use a, a distinguishing of the spirits to say, or a discernment right. to say, is this legitimate or not? Right, right. You know, because, you know, people fake stuff. <laughs> Like you say, for financial gain or fame right. or right. for attention or whatever. And so it's important for us to use all these gifts. But it, and it's also important to know, too, that not all of us have these gifts. You know, like some right. like, you know, you're strong in prophecy. Um, you know, I've had a little bit of that. But, you know, I've had other uh, gifts in here that come and, come and go at times. And I think that that's that God can give and take those gifts as He needs Absolutely. to serve His will. Right. There was a time when I realized that I wasn't able to do use that gift as much of prophecy, mm -hmm. but at the same time I realized I know things that I shouldn't know. Like I would say something at work, and I was absolutely correct, and I'm. How did I know that? Mm. Well, that's the gift of knowledge. Right. That God gives you that knowledge of something ahead of time, or we may call it the word of knowledge, without you ever understanding where it came from. You know, it's very much related to prophecy, but I started to discern mm -hmm. that God was starting to do that, and it was happening a lot. Right. But in that time, the prophetic was not as strong right. in that time. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, let's talk about a couple of these first, like the, the word or the gift of wisdom or word of wisdom and the gift of knowledge or the word of knowledge. These are a lot of times people that are gifted in these, they can just, the way they talk, you know, they're full of wisdom. You know, they're full of knowledge. And I don't mean knowledge of like book knowledge. I mean, knowledge that comes supernaturally, comes from the Holy Spirit Absolutely. is what I'm talking about. And wisdom that comes from the Holy Spirit. Right. But anyone at any time, can receive this from the Lord right. as he deems, as, it, as Paul says, just as he determines. At any time, someone can 
offer a word of prophecy. Now, let's stop there for a moment because prophecy is often, a lot of times people think it's taboo. Mm-hmm. You know, because Satan tried to steal it. Right. We have psychics, we have mediums. Not the same thing here, folks. I believe that someone who has a psychic ability possibly was intended to have the gift of prophecy, but the enemy has hijacked that from them and is using it for their own will. Um, You'll see them stumble and fall quite often, too, because God will allow them to make a mistake so that they look foolish, So because it's not coming from him. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the way a psychic works is they are hearing from demons. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Right. There's no other way to say it. Mm-hmm. Same with the medium. The medium that tells you about great aunt Bertha that lived a hundred years ago, that demon was there a hundred years ago. That's how he knows about great aunt Bertha. Right. And he's telling you, telling this medium who's telling you. It's a way to get you into demonic activity. So right. I, I don't want to say a whole lot about that, but um Prophecy is, first. the very first thing that prophecy is, is encouragement. Mm-hmm. It's encouraging another person. Paul starts out, he says, each manifestation of the Spirit is given for, common, for the common good. Mm-hmm. It's given for, not for the person who gives it, mm-hmm. but for everyone else. Like if I were to offer you a word from the Lord, a prophecy from the Lord, It'd be for you, not for me. Not so you could say, oh, look how great Phil is. No, that's not what it's for. Right. It's so you can know this is what God is saying mm-hmm. to me. Right. It's, it's not for me. One, one big misconception I always had with the gift of prophecy was I thought that it was predicting future. Yeah. I thought that, yeah. you know, people who had the gift of prophecy no. and prophets, I always saw it before a year ago or whenever. Uh, that I learned better that the gift of prophecy I thought was that God was giving people glimpses into the future. Now that can happen. Oh, it can happen, yes. It can happen, but more typically it's about uh, words for people uh, in the the present. See, what you're thinking of is what happened back here in the Bible with these guys named Isaiah, Jeremiah. (laughs) That was their purpose. The gift of prophecy in the New Testament is different. Right. Yes, you can predict the future. Mm-hmm. I, For whatever reason, God had me predict several hurricanes that were going to take place. Yeah. I don't know why. Right. Um, but it's not always that. Right. Sometimes it's, you know what, Chad? You're going to have a good day at work tomorrow. Okay, so maybe that's predicting the future. But not only that, you're going to have some person's going to come in and, and just, you know, be gentle with her. Mm-hmm. She's having a bad day. Right. If I were to say something like that to you, you would understand that, okay, God has something, knows what's going to happen. He's got something planned. And when that girl comes in, you'll think in your mind, hey, Phil said, be gentle with her. Yep. You know, And it's uncanny. Like there, you and I have shared things before. Like, you know, one of us will text each other and be like, hey, I'm hearing this. And you're like, yeah. so am I. Yeah. And it's really, there's been some very specific things. Yes. It's yeah. mind-blowing, yeah. and there's absolutely no way that it's a coincidence. Not at all. And and that's and that's just the power of God working in people. And that's something that I'm glad you brought that up because Paul goes into great detail about prophecy in the Bible, and he says that others will confirm what is said. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing with one another. We're confirming. God is confirming in both of us 
what is being said, what he's saying to us, because God also said in the book of Deuteronomy that every matter is confirmed by the witness of two or more. Mm -hmm. So, yes, that is something that is, I'm glad you brought that up. It's very important. Mm -hmm. um, what about, let's go back to the discernment for a moment, because there's a couple of ways we can look at this discernment, and it's something that we should all seek, as you said. If you have the gift of discernment, you might be able to tell when someone's telling a lie. Mm -hmm. you may not you may just sit there. I don't know how I know, but I believe this guy's lying. Right. Okay. Right. That is the Holy Spirit telling you in your mind, saying, "This guy's not telling the truth." That is the gift of the Spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. Another way this gift manifests, though, is, and I'm saying this because this happened to me. Mm -hmm. I would go places and I would just be filled with anxiety. Mm -hmm. Like, I got to get out of here. I don't know. I just don't feel right. Right. Well, as the Lord was leading me and I went back to one of those locations, and I'm not going to say where it was, he had been teaching me about spiritual warfare, about the demonic. And prior to going to that place, he said, you're going to sense the demonic. And I've had that same feeling of anxiety come back. And I know when they're around. Right. When there's a strong concentration of evil in this place. Mm -hmm. So that is another way that this gift manifests itself. Absolutely. Yeah, and even, you know, to discern the news. The, the, yeah. I mean, if you watch the yes. news, which I, yes. I, there's, that's, a, you know, a double-edged sword. But you can discern what's true and what's not. And, and you can, you know, listen to, um, you can, you can listen to God's voice and, Sometimes it doesn't come immediately, but you pray into it. Right, right. So you can exactly. listen. You can listen to a news report, or you can read a news article. Because this is one of the things that God's had me do over the past year, is I'll read news articles, news reports, or whatever. I don't watch the news so much, but God will give me discernment. And and there was a very specific thing that happened. Uh, the the bombing earlier this year in Israel. Okay. And there was a bombing of of a of a uh, office building in Israel, and or I think it was in Israel. That's uh, I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, well, anyway, God said, to, uh, God spoke to me and was like, "That was of my doing because of really? what was going on in that." Okay. Moment. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, "Wow!" And then it come out to 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 pass later, the the following week or so. Where they said that there was illegal activity taking place in that building, oh. or there was something going on that was that was bad, and um, I forget even what building it was. It was late, late in spring and or in the early summer or something. But those types of things. This is what we're talking about with with that because it's like you can you can look at news articles or you can read you know something or whatever and be like. And God just gives you this understanding. It's mm -hmm. just this knowing. Right. You can, right. And, and, and a lot of times, like, you know, like God gives me words, and, and you've had this happen too, where I'll be, I'll be reading something, anything, and a word will pop out, and then mm -hmm. that's just, yeah. boom, the, the, this message comes to you. Yes. And it's just an unbelievable how it works. Yes. And, it, and again, and, you know, like, like I said before, I'm not a pastor. I'm just an average guy. And this is what God is downloading. And, and he's going to be doing it to a lot of people. And it's through his spirit. And, you know, I'll give you another example that happened to me very recently. Speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. 
I've never understood it up until a couple, maybe two months ago, when I really started to try to understand it and and listen to a lot of words from trusted pastors and teachers and things like that, and talking to pastors, including you, Ian, and, and my cousin Robert, who's a pastor. God spoke to me about a very specific situation, um, what, three weeks ago, and said, I want you to pray in tongues for this specific person. And I was like, that's never, <laughs> that's never happened. And I mean, you know, God had been working with me over the month of like August about speaking in tongues and things like that. And I'm not going to say I'm good or I understand it all. Okay, I can help. But, <laughs> well, so, you know, and, and I, I had a long conversation with a cousin of mine who's a pastor about it. Okay. He's very well versed in it because, you know, he's, you know, um, you know, he, he's done it for many years. Okay. And so he understands it and he told me a lot about it and everything. And, and you and Ian have talked to me about it. But, you know, this one specific thing and I was like, okay. So I prayed about it and, and I basically did what God led me to do. I prayed very good. for this person in tongues and i won't say that i was very i felt very good about it or like felt like i knew what i was doing but I, keep going right well but, keep going but but these are the things that people are going to start to experience it. yes. it's going to be very new and uncomfortable yes and yes and and this is what we're going for is just we're trying to say okay expect these things Pray into them and learn about them, and we can give you the scriptures here. I've got them written down. You you started, you know, uh, in Corinthians, mm-hmm. and um, so read the scripture about them. We'll give you the scriptures, and you know, be comfortable, and then start practicing, asking right. God for them, discernment, knowledge, wisdom, faith. Those are great places to start. The greater gifts. Yeah, I mean, those are, yeah, absolutely. Because those are the things that are very practical that you could use in your life, in your workplace. Mm-hmm. You know, you could, you could, and I've done this over the past couple of years. You'll be in a situation at work and it's really causing you anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's a coworker or maybe your boss or maybe, you know, somebody who reports to you if you're in management, whatever. And you're, you're really stressed out about this situation because you just don't know what's going on. It feels adversarial. You can't fix it yourself. So you start praying for wisdom, knowledge, mm-hmm. faith that God will intervene or help or, you know, whatever. And discernment and all those things, all these spiritual gifts. And you're just praying, you know, God, I'm, I'm asking for these gifts so I can understand the situation. And you give me the knowledge and, and wisdom and, and those sort of things. And, you know, in a lot of cases, absolutely God has given us, I know, mm-hmm. because we've talked about this, right. given us this knowledge. And it's helped us through the situation and helped us do what we feel that God wanted done. Right. Or, you know, the result that God wanted us to achieve. I'm glad you brought this up because I wanted to bring this up tonight. Okay. You, you said you felt uncomfortable. That is a natural response mm-hmm. because it is not something you're comfortable with. Right. It's something new. Like I said, I was growing up wondering, what, is there something wrong with me? I mean, I'm telling my parents things that are going to happen and they happen. I don't know how that works. Okay, so it was. there is a level of discomfort mm-hmm. th- no matter what the gift is. Mm-hmm. And 
The second thing was you said you ask God for them. Yes. Mm -hmm. How many times do we, the book of James says, you do not receive because you do not ask. Ask for these gifts and God will provide. He wants to provide. This is not something taboo. This is something that has been from the beginning that the Apostle Paul tried to teach to all the churches he went to. These are for you. Use them. He wanted everybody to know, use these gifts. God wants you to use them. So don't be afraid to ask. And then just do it. Okay. The first time I tried to use the gift of prophecy in a way that was more than just something came to me, but like somebody would put their name down on a list and I had to go to God and say, what do you want me to say about this person? Okay. I'll never forget this. It was on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I said, "God, I, I was scared to death. Like, I don't want to look like a fool, okay? But all I saw was God gave me an image in my mind of this lady, and like half of her was missing. But it wasn't like gone. It was just like there was a dark spot on her left side, like her whole left side of her body was dark. And I said, "The Lord's showing me that half of you is missing, and." He wants to heal you. And I was thinking she had some kind of illness or something. Her husband had left her. Oh. And so her half of her was gone. Okay. And I didn't know that. And she's like, oh, my goodness, my husband left me. Is he coming back? So like, oh, I wasn't expecting a question to return. <laughs> so I had to go to the Lord. And the Lord simply said, tell her, I will help her heal. Mm. And that's all I got. Right. You know, that's the thing. You're not always going to get every single answer right. and if somebody can give you every single answer i'd question that a little bit Absolutely. use your discernment yeah, you some people so. god has brought some people so far along that yes they'll give you some incredible answers but be careful with mm-hmm. that but anyway what i'm saying is don't you know sure there's going to be a fear to step out mm-hmm. but god will be there mm-hmm. if you've asked him to mm-hmm. now Absolutely. about speaking in tongues that is the one thing that when I was growing up, I, even though I, in my, myself, I would think these people that speak in tongues are crazy. They don't, they're just making it up, mm-hmm. but God would never let me accept that. Mm-hmm. And I could, that was struggled with that. Like, what do you mean? Like I knew God was saying, no, this is real. Well, how can it be real? What's the purpose? What's the point? We often associate speaking in tongues with praying in tongues. And they're two different things. Okay. They are in the Bible, in 1 Corinthians 14, Paul really goes into a lot of detail. Mm-hmm. Speaking in tongues is for people like on the day of Pentecost. Right. They didn't understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. They couldn't understand, so they heard in their own language. Mm-hmm. It is so people can hear in their own language. Right. Okay. Praying in tongues is something that the Holy Spirit leads you in, will lead you in speaking in tongues as well. But he leads you into it so that it is a communication between you and God. You don't even know what you're saying right. when you're speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. Only God knows. And you know who else doesn't hear it? The enemy. Yep. They hear us talking right, right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But when you're speaking in tongues, some people may say it's gibberish. Okay. Mm-hmm. How you define gibberish? Right. I don't know what I'm saying. I can't say if it's gibberish or not. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I can't say that it's gibberish because God understands what I'm saying. And 
Sure. In your mind, you just have to listen and speak whatever you think the Lord is leading you to speak. And the first couple of times you do it, you might go, you know, all over the place. But then after a while, you might start saying, you know, and things would just start coming out. And I don't know what I just said, but I heard the Lord speaking to me saying, say, okay, so I did. And that's how it comes out. Now, what I also want to say about that is don't be like Phil. <laughs> don't make fun of people who speak in tongues because God will make you speak in tongues. <laughs> uh oh. I feel like there's a story, a backstory for this. <laughs> well, I mean, I did at first. I would, I would, like I would said, I would tell, I would say, these are people who are foolish. They're, they're, they're doing it for show. But God said to me one day, I'm going to teach you to, to pray in tongues. Mm -hmm. And now I do. Mm -hmm. and never out loud i mean that i can't believe i just did what i did because but i heard god saying say it phil say it <laughs> <laughs> to show you that it's okay right well you know there's there's a there's a, a pastor or a teacher or whatever he was many years ago his name was Derek prince yes and and he has a really good video about it that i watched it was videotaped probably 40 years ago or something because he passed away a long time ago but it was really good because you know this is a guy who was around a long time and very trusted i think and i you know i watched a video about it because i was trying to learn about it and of course i used discernment i thought well i think i think this guy's legit not what he's saying is legit because he's basing it on scripture and i read the scripture and it's like okay this this matches so uh, but it was a very good video that was informative to me, and it's like, wow, you know, this isn't something new, I right? Mean, oh, right. The day of Pentecost. I mean, it's, right. it's been going on for thousands of years, but it's just not talked about in most churches, right? And and frankly, I wouldn't do it without God calling me to do it, right? You know, right. it's not now. A right. lot of people right. do it on an on a daily basis. Now, my cousin, you know, he was telling me he'd praise in tongue on a daily basis and he has for years that's i don't feel like that's what god's calling me to do and and, and, and everybody's different and everybody is their interaction and relationship with god's different but you know the takeaway tonight or you know with this is i think well let's let's read the scripture or let's okay. let's not read the scriptures because i think we're about out of time yeah we are but we can we can you know give people the scriptures yeah so look you know look this up on your own we want you know again the message tonight is understand that the holy spirit is not something to be afraid of right you're going to see more of it right you probably may experience more of it yourself in 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 the coming season um and ask for the specific gifts and start with, you know, the ones that you talked about, you know, wisdom, knowledge, faith, and distinguishing Healing. or discernment. Yeah. Um, discernment. Those, those are the ones that we would recommend to start with. Oh, yeah. And so I had written down, you can correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. 1 Corinthians 12, 8, mm -hmm. Ephesians 4, 7, yep. Isaiah 11, 2, Okay, I'm not familiar with that one, but I, that's fine. Well, and I, and I didn't get a chance to read it, but my study Bible pointed to okay. it. Okay, all right. So Isaiah 11, 2, that's per my study Bible. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Romans yeah. 12, 3. And yep. those are the ones my study Bible yep. re referred to. And Phil's got the gift of knowing the Bible very <laughs> intimately. 
and it's off the top of his head. It's it's a gift, that's it, for sure. Absolutely. So Phil probably immediately knew what these things yeah. were. I would say start with those verses. Each one of those is a, is a start there. No, don't just read like First Corinthians twelve eight. Go through all First Corinthians twelve. Right. Go through all of Romans twelve and and, and Ephesians four. But those are particular verses to start with that lead into what we're talking about here. And there's more gifts than just the nine that are listed in First Corinthians twelve. Um, there's gifts that we didn't hit on. Some in, in Romans twelve that we didn't hit on. Um, I had administration, yeah, administration and helps. helps. Yeah, and there's <clears throat> there's uh, giving, uh, voluntary poverty. There's all kinds of gifts, and there are tests that you can take to help you understand what your spiritual gifts are. Um, that's what when I took one of these tests. That's where I realized that hey, I have this gift of knowledge that I didn't know about. Mm -hmm. And now, and then when I realized it, and I said, I started understanding when God was using it. Um, so you can take these tests. Ian and I can help you find one. Um, I'll make sure Chad knows where he can find it too. So he can send it to you if you, if you want to contact Chad, but take time. It, it takes probably half hour, 45 minutes to take the test mm -hmm. because there's about, if they do it right, there's about 120 questions. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. But when you do it, you'll know right away what your gifts are. One, two, maybe three will pop up right near the top. And then you might see some others that may be developing. But, and it, like you said, Chad, you know, they'll move in and out as God needs. Yeah. You know. It'll change. Right. Someone who's strong in speaking in tongues may not be strong in prophecy but doesn't mean they can't prophesy or someone who's strong in healing may get a word of knowledge at, at some point mm -hmm. and it's just however the lord desires to use them but again the point of this message tonight is to not be afraid of it mm -hmm. know that it is coming in greater measure yeah it will be coming to all churches that are willing to participate if i can say it that way <laughs> um and you, you can, can use these in your daily life. Yes, you can. Absolutely. And don't be afraid of it. It's not something that is out of your reach. Mm -hmm. If you are a Christian, if the Holy Spirit lives within you, these gifts are already in you. Mm -hmm. I'm reminded of the parable of the talents of the person who had five gifts and God, or five talents and God gave him five more. person who had three used them, God gave him three more. But the person only had one, and we all start with at least one. Mm -hmm. Didn't use it. Buried it. Mm -hmm. Didn't go so well for that person. Mm -hmm. Not saying they didn't get into heaven. Mm -hmm. That's a topic for another night. <laughs> but God was not happy. Right. Okay, so use your gifts. Right. Ask God what they are. Take the test. Ask us to help you discern what they are. Mm -hmm. We can ask you a few questions and possibly know right away, mm -hmm. especially if we pray about it first and ask God, hey, you know, Tell us what what what's this person's gift. Mm -hmm. So, don't be afraid. Step out in faith, which is a gift. And I wanted to talk about that, but maybe another night because we're running out of time. But Ian has a tremendous gift of faith. Tremendous, oh, yeah. tremendous mm -hmm. gift of faith. But anyway, do that. Let us know if you have questions. We uh, will be glad to answer them. Mm -hmm. uh, you know how to get a hold of us. Mm -hmm. um, don't know what next week will bring as far as who will be on the show. Praise God, Ian is feeling better. Mm -hmm. But um, we, you will see at least one of us or maybe both of us or maybe more. 
<laughs> next week. We don't know. Uh, any closing comments? No, I think this was a great conversation. Yeah. And uh, happy that Ian's doing better. Glad to keep his seat warm for him. <laughs> Looking forward to his return. And uh, yeah, don't be afraid of the spirit. You know, use it in your life. Ask for it. Be comfortable yeah. with it. Yeah, just because the person next to you in church either doesn't believe in it or thinks you're crazy for doing it, doesn't don't let that stop you. Mm-hmm. Because that just means that God isn't worked enough or God isn't finished with that person yet. Okay, that person hasn't come to God yet in a way that God wants them to. And then that person will, if that person ever does come to God, he will provide. Just as he will provide for you if you come to him now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, we all start somewhere. Mm-hmm. I wasn't born with all this. He wasn't <laughs> born with all this. We start somewhere. And God progresses and builds us all. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, Chad. It was great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here tonight. Sorry we went over a little bit, but, uh, you know, you're a great audience, and we love having you watch the show and listen to the show. So please reach out to us if you need to. You know how to find us by now, and we will see you again next week. Good night. Good night.